Park, and welcome everybody to The Tap. I am your host, Aaron. This is a Tiny Mike, which I will refer to as Tiny Mike. That's his name, because I like to anthropomorphize everything. And I would also like to wish everybody a happy 420. Of course, I am recording this on 420's Eve, because I have to edit and, 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 yeah, just edit and get everything ready to present on 420 itself. I just figured, oh, what am I going to talk about on 420? Stoner stories and just, I don't know, it's impact on my life. Not for the negative, but for the better, of course. Absolutely. Big advocate. And uh, just want to shoot the shit with you guys. I mean, you're not talking, you're listening. I'll be talking. Plenty of it. This tiny mic and I. The audio is not as good as the microphone I do have inside, but I wanted to be outside today. It's a fucking beautiful day. I have beautiful scenery around me. I'm absolutely spoiled where... Uh, I'm able to live because mommy and daddy throw me a bone and um, Anyways back to the weed uh, Intro into so 420. I got a story for you guys. How did 420 get its uh, Get that moniker. Why is that the stoners time? I mean you fucking bitch. I have it on pretty good authority a lot of times I don't do research Why would I do that and just kind of speak out of out of my ass and just out of emotion? I have it on good authority because I have a friend Homeboy Carrie, formerly SFPD. And he's from San Rafael, and he told me the story of why it's 420's the stoner time of choice. It all went down at San Rafael High School. I guess back in the 60s or 70s, there's a just group of these rascally kids that would always get detention because they're bad boys and gals, and they would always get out around 420. That'd be the time that they took up. Ah, uh, 420, and how it spread like a wildfire and just became the time yo no say how did how does anything get popular these days just people take it and run with it 420 it rolls off the tongue it, it seems like the right time right oh this tiny mic is so delightful it's only like five bucks on not on amazon fuck amazon i boycott you bezos uh i think i was on etsy some other big conglomerate less powerful than than amazon so that's 420 uh, college is when I got started. If it, I would have gotten started smoking weed in high school, man, just grades would have slipped. Definitely would have been, I'd say, as deft in sports. It, it would have gotten in the way. It, and everybody who did it in, in high school, I can only speak for myself. Other people functioned just fine and were even better than me at sports and in, in classes and all that jazz. But glad I stayed off it until about sophomore year of college, every once in a while. And then I remember when it really took hold was the summer between sophomore and junior in college. I was working at the rec center at Sonoma State and was planning on just exercising the entire summer, getting sexy, getting juicy for all the babes the next couple years, you know, because I was at a frat. Phi Alpha, SAE, baby. Oh, God. And um, so that was the plan. Get juicy, get, get, get money, and that's it. Uh, the first day back, I was hopped up on P on C4, finished my shift. I was working out with my buddy Brad. The gym was to ourselves. It was a summertime. Let's go. First day, I like had to have torn my... It was definitely a uh, pec tear. Didn't feel like... in that day, I just felt tight the next day. And then I would say within the second day, it had swollen to about the size of a fucking softball. I just... I tore my titty and it just blew up. It was ridiculous. And hard as a rock, too. It was not pretty just bulging out of my chest and so I'm like what am I gonna do work out my legs that's stupid why would I ever do that so I just had to had to rest it could not uh, do chest chest my favorite workout 
our uh, favorite muscle group rather could not work it out and just kind of oh such a bummer so buddy brad and i'm just terrible influences on one another i get to smoking a little bit at uh, just chilling at the apartment i'd go to work come back we're like yo want to smoke just became a total stoner that summer but yeah it was a it was a good little little routine just working college just a total scumbag for the summer could have made more working elsewhere but whatever worked at the rec center had a good time uh so that's when the weed really uh became a uh, regular part person in my life and it's come with some highlights in my time uh since starting uh went to disneyland once my girlfriend at the, uh, at the time and i were there with uh skylar and mo and we went on space mountain the highest kites it was the most outrageous uh, adventure, just the lights, the rush, the speed. I just had the stupid look plastered on my face. Unfortunately, the photo was like blurry, but just an ear-to-ear -ear grin of just exhilaration and exuberance. It was so much fun. Also, uh, Santa Cruz did that. Just one experience. You're just, you're chilling. You're having a good time. The arcade was a little intimidating. Uh, same girlfriend at the time. We walked through the arcade. We're like, oh, did we play? It was like the noise, the, the stimulation, the lights, the sound, the smell, everything was just too much. We're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. So we went on some rides and that was just the truth. So much fun. Of course, these things can be enjoyed sober, but just being high adds a little extra layer of just fantasticness. And that's always nice to have sprinkled on top. But those two things, just, just those experience, bike rides, hiking, my favorite thing to do high though, is swimming. Swimming's so much fun, damn it. I love to swim, even if I'll never get stoned another day the rest of my life, swimming would still just be the truth. But uh, a little high when you're submerged. Ooh-wee! Well, those are some highlights, but oh dear me, what about some lowlights of time smoking weed? There's been some of the worst cases of the munchies. Yes, everybody has a story. Well, I'm going to tell you mine. The absolute worst that I ever had it. Um, I had an entire Taco Bell, like, grande... Not, like a party box the other day just to the dome took a couple hours but i just annihilated it but the the one that will always stick to mind same uh sophomore junior year maybe it was junior year of college i had a, a an entire box of hostess chocolate frosted donuts little tiny guys i love taking a bite i dip them in the milk let the milk get inside the nice fluffy innards because the chocolate is just too thick of a layer for to for the milk to penetrate that's what i meant to say Sometimes you can get it, but it's just, I like taking that bite, get it nice and mush and moist, and then I scarf it. I ate an entire fucking box of those fuckers. I had a big glass of milk, ice cold, baby, and I went to town and I did not stop, just chilling on the couch. We had other friends over. I might have spared two or three, maybe, to the peasants around me, but I just annihilated that box. I defiled it. I ate the whole hell out of it. And I remember just getting done and just laying down on the couch, just thinking, knowing, and feeling like I am the biggest piece of shit on the planet. And for that moment, I believe I was. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, just embodied being a piece of shit. But uh, a new... All right, so this one, kind of wrap up the episode. A little shorter episode, because, you know, tiny mic. Uh, another low light that I've had was one that I knew I needed to kind of shape up because I was starting to like weed a little too much. And I was I was favoring it quite a bit uh, because it was after my after I graduated from college. I lived in my friend Brad. Brad, 
constant figure in my life. He's also been on the pod before. Lives in Boise. Uh, I was living in his garage at the time, and I put up big foam walls to kind of give myself a little, little, uh, little privacy. But he opened up the garage door. I'm just exposed to the world. Just had a bed in there, a pile of dirty clothes, pile of clean clothes. Sometimes one of the same. You just do a smell test. No big deal. And uh, I remember spray painting Heisenberg on <laughs> fucking on the um, the big shiny foam walls that I erected because Breaking Bad was the shit at the time. Still is the shit. Just rewatched it. But that's not the point. The point is living at Brad's, and we had a roommate Tim who was just the biggest stoner perhaps that I've ever met. This guy, I mean, pretty smart guy too. A, a flaw, not philosophy, psychology major, and he just. His attitude was, I want to see how much weed I can smoke. How much am I capable of? He would go through ounces at a time, take weeks, days, whatever. This guy's waking up smoking, going to bed smoking, subconscious, smoking in his sleep. An animal. Nice guy, though, because he'd always smoke Brad and I out. And forever grateful. Whenever Brad and I were running low, and we didn't want to like just beg uh, Tim for weed and God help us if we ever buy our own and spend our own paper money. That'd be a travesty instead of being the fucking the leeches that we were. Uh, we would go to the ashtray and there'd always be roaches in there. Fat boys about nye big. Nye big, sometimes nye big, doesn't matter the size, but blunt roaches that we would dissect and take the innards, put it in Brad's dirty ass bowl, and uh, we'd have ourselves a time. Just all we needed just got used to the roach bowls on the reg and uh just it would, i mean as as if because we didn't have any other hookups other than tim i remember us looking through the couches at times like we wanted to smoke couldn't get our hands on it so we were just desperate the the ashtray was empty and we were just fiending fiending for the weed and we'd look in couches and just oh sometimes we'd have to resort to drinking or something heinous but that's not the wake-up call, as if, you know, that ever could be one. The wake-up call to get my shit together that, you know, don't be that thirsty for it, was Tim's dealer came over, and he always brought a, a nice a communal J for us to share. And we're passing it. No, it was a blunt. The guy's from Vallejo. Come on now. Ah, doing it right. <laughs> and, um, so we're smoking it, and it's... I'd say a quarter of the way done. Maybe a little less. A sizable amount left. And this guy has a soda bottle in his hand. And it's about a quarter of the way empty, I'd say. But, you know, it's trash at this point. The guy drops the, the roach into the soda bottle. And I remember just slow motion, my eyes going down and seeing it plop into the viscous, sugary liquid inside that bottle and thinking, fuck, that's at least two bowls. How, why would he waste that much weed? Oh my God. It hit me immediately. For what it's worth, it hit me immediately like, fuck, I need to get my head out of my ass and start reprioritizing how devastating a little bit of weed getting plopped in a soda bottle should have been on my life. Like, my God. My God, that was that was the wake-up call, and uh, I think I answered it. At the same time, I think it can be it uh, for me. It unlocks creativity. What a great excuse! But I love painting, writing, drawing. Yeah, video games are fun, but just being active and doing things. A little stony baloney. Uh, as long as you're not hurting anybody, as long as you're not driving anywhere, 
tennis is super fun. I just, ah, safe and sane. Good God, that's all I got to say. It's just fun, damn it. It's fun, feels good. Great little uh, way of escapism and uh, could be a gateway drug for some people. FFI, I think it depends on the person. It's not for me. I feel like that's about as gnarly as I'll ever want to get. I don't see myself making the uh, jump to heroin anytime soon. But uh, maybe I'm missing out. Damn it all. But I uh, hope everybody has a very safe and sane 420. And if you're not partaking, holy shit. Tis your choice. Tis your life. And uh, you don't need to smoke weed in order to be fulfilled. Regardless of what anybody tells you. Or whatever stereotypes are out there about people who do smoke weed. Live your life. And uh, just make sure you're not uh, hurting anybody else all the while. Don't burn anything down. But anyways. Uh... I love you guys. Thank you for listening to my rambling. Thanks for uh, tuning in with uh, Tiny Mike and I. And uh, to that we conclude. I'm just recording on my old phone here. Look at this production value. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You lose! Good day, sir!